the Reality of Truth podcast. Let's go. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Welcome to Monday Minutes. Today is going to be a little different. We're going to talk about if you should or should not use soap in the shower. Eric, is this really that important? Oh, yeah, it is. And it can get rid of a lot of those problems that you're always having to deal with, especially in the winter with dry skin. It's actually a pretty cool topic. I find it really interesting. So let's get going. You have been sold. You've been sold to believe you need soap. You don't need soap until you actually need it for something really important. So here's how this goes. You have on your skin the very, very surface. It's called the stratum corneum. That is the protection for all of your underlying skin layers. Your underlying skin layers are known as the epidermis. There are three of them. No need to worry about those right now and all their implications. We're only going to talk about the stratum corneum. It is the most important thing. Well, what is it? It's actually dead skin cells and fats, oils. Really, I'm not even kidding. Wait a minute, dead cells and fat are really important for my skin? Oh yeah, it's the barrier that protects all the underlying layers from all kinds of issues. And you don't want to get rid of that layer. You've been told dead skin cells need to go away so that the skin can renew itself and you can look young and smooth skin and all these kind of things. It's not true. The more nourished your skin is with your biome, Yes, you have a microbiome on your skin. And the fats in the three layers of your skin will give you the more youthful look that you want. There is a skin microbiome. It is actually in all the layers, but mostly the top. Kind of think of it as the first third. Protects you from the outside elements like bacteria and toxins and all kinds of nasties. It's what helps give you good quality skin. Healthy skin, by the way. That microbiome is symbiotic. There's negative and positive things on that skin and a little bit inside of it, and they work together to help you stay, let's call it, healthy. If that microbiome changes and gets damaged, that's called dysbiotic. Well, what can cause it to be dysbiotic? First thing, number one thing, soap. Soap dries out your skin. When you lose moisture, you lose strength. Then your skin cracks and there's openings now right into that dermis that you don't want. It can cause uh, disruptions in the skin texture from the chemicals and the pH that are in that soap. Those ingredients, and what it does, it actually fills all the dead cells and all the structures on that corneum, expands those, and then when they dry out, they crack and open up, and that lets in bad bacteria. One of the reasons why you can get things like eczema and psoriasis and that kind of stuff. Then soap will actually force those dead skin cells that protect your epidermis in, in the first layer from influences that could harm. So your microbiome utilizes these dead cells because of the soap in order to protect itself. And then you go and do a scrub and get rid of them, opening up and making your skin susceptible. What is this episode about, Eric? Well, it actually started because we're now entering winter and you have dry skin. 
I started thinking, what really causes dry skin? Is it actually the moisture in the air or could it be something more? So I just started researching a little bit and then also thinking this through. And then I started to think, wait a minute, do I actually need soap? Or is the soap the problem for giving me dry skin? So this is why we have this episode. That corneum is actually so important, you wouldn't think. It's just this little thin layer, but it actually does so many more things for you. It helps that microbiome protect itself and then protect you. So we don't want to get rid of it. Now, you have many different biome areas in your, in your body. Yes, you have one on your skin. Then you have different biomes, actually, on the different skin areas. Your armpits, your groin area, your nether regions, of course, um, your toe webbing, and your ear canal because skin creeps up into your ear canal. So you say, well, should I not use any soap at all, or what do I do? Well, let's get into it. I say you use soap on your armpits and your nether regions only, for the most part. And now we're not talking about midsummer where you've been sweating and you're just nasty. I'm talking about when you haven't had really all that much activity, there's really nothing on your body all that much. It's just maybe got some dust on there and whatever from your clothes or something. But you don't really need to get super clean. This would probably be, let's say, 90% of your life. So what do you use? Well, water. It's, it's simple. Water is amazing to clean you. It'll wash almost everything off your body that's bad for you. Do you want to wash all the oils off your skin? I mean, do you? So then why use soap if water is enough? Now, of course, you should definitely have a shower filter. We want to keep as much nasties out of the water as we possibly can. But essentially, water has a lot of cleansing ability. That with your hands, because your hands have skin texture, that is abrasive. So with water and your hands, you can pretty much clean off almost everything. If you're going to use cleansers, then they need to be 100% natural. None of this garbage with names on it that you've heard of and you see. If you see a commercial on TV, don't buy it. That's, that's a really good indicator. That's a really good way to know whether or not you should use it but it should be fully natural, organic if you can do it, and have the fewest amount of ingredients. Some of those ingredients are not bad for you. They just might be chemistry terms you're not familiar with. You can look those up real quick. It's easy. That's what your cell phone's for. When you're standing there in the store thinking, should I buy this? Look up those ingredients really quick. Make sure they do not have any antibacterial agents at all whatsoever. If it's antibacterial, it doesn't decide whether it's good bacteria or bad bacteria. Is it good bugs, bad bugs? It just kills everything indiscriminately, which is terrible and destroys the biome on your skin, your whole body's skin. Here's a little quick disclaimer on uh, women's facial cleansing. You know, you guys have, if you use makeup, you have, you know, these makeups that have Many ingredients that are extremely difficult to get off the face. That's why they last so long. But with that said, if you're not going to use natural makeup, that's more easy to come off the face. Make sure you're trying to use natural things to clean your skin, like witch hazel or different toners 
or oils actually works. A lot of people use coconut oil and things like this to clean makeup off your face. Witch hazel is amazing. Toners, as long as it has any kind of like witch hazel or any of the tonification type ingredients in there, will clean your skin and will definitely take off makeup. But never use any of that synthetic garbage that they try and sell you, especially when it's really expensive. One of the other things you can use to clean your body, and there are lots of people around the world that do this. Matter of fact, they do a lot of this in India. You don't buy soap. They get what's called an herbal clay. But you can use clay as a whole. Make it up in a big jar or a tub or whatever you want to do, and you make this paste, and then you use that on your body in the shower. You know, it sounds weird, but it definitely cleanses you, and it takes off all kinds of impurities. But be careful in the winter because it can pull too much of the oil out of your skin. There's also cleansing oils. And cleansing oils will leave oil behind while getting rid of some of the stuff that you may not want that's on the skin. Powdered milk. You can actually buy powdered milk, make a paste out of it, and use that on your skin. The Egyptians were famous for cleansing with milk. And honey, of course. My favorite way to clean your skin in the shower, excluding the private parts, and the armpits would be everywhere else you use. Linen, of course it needs to be organic, flax linen, but linen washcloths. You can either buy them or make them. Super easy either way. Use one per shower and then wash with it. You don't need to super scrub your skin. You're just going to wipe it over your skin. Just lightly, just wipe it. That way you're not using your hands, you're using something that might be a little bit more picker-upper. You, have you ever heard that term before? Those of you that are familiar with the 80s commercials might know what that means. Super easy to use. They never wear out. You pay for them one time, you're done. You can make them whatever size you want if you make them yourself. If you buy them, well, you're going to get whatever they do. And that linen can also remove makeup as well. Very easy thing to do. I know it doesn't seem very much like this is important, but everybody wants nice skin because they want people to look at them and think, wow, they're pretty or they're, they're nice looking or boy, you look so young. Or when you just look into the mirror, you're happy with the way you look. Well, what if that can be done by ditching the soap that's tearing apart your skin because it's just garbage. You don't need it. You've been sold to think you need it. It hurts your skin in so many different ways. Use other things. Then if you're going to use soap, make sure it's awesomely good for you. And then now you'll be able to feel better about your skin. Less dry skin, less issues, less wrinkles, and less to think about, actually. Spend money on all kinds of things you don't need to buy for your skin. Let your skin do what your skin is supposed to do. Step out of your way. Let the skin do what it's got to do with the processes that it does and the microbiome on the skin. It will take care of you. You don't need to add anything else to it. Matter of fact, you're probably impeding your skin's natural glow. I love episodes like this. I hope you do too. Quickly, just to the point, what to do, what not to do, things you never think about. I'm having fun over here. I hope that was fun for you. Check it out.
Don't use soap this whole week. Just let the water cleanse you. Not too hot. Get in. Rinse yourself down. Only soap the main areas. That's it. Quickly and get out. Also, I will say, when you soap up your hair, that soap runs over your body. That is cleansing, believe it or not. It changes how the water structure works and it makes it more cleansing. Soapy water will do more to your skin than straight water. So you want to limit how much time that soap is on your body or running over your body. Also, on top of that, you might be asking, what about the bad bugs? Shouldn't I do something about those? Well, guess what? The more soap you use, the more that you kill the good stuff and the bad stuff proliferates. It grows. So you should never wash your legs. Believe it or not, it's actually a true thing. The more you wash, the more the bad bacteria develop on your skin. You're getting rid of the good stuff. So it should save you some time in the shower. Now you don't want to stay in the shower for too long. You want to get in, get your business done, and leave. If you're sitting in hot water a lot, that water will get rid of the oils on your skin. It will emulsify them right off your skin, and then that corneum will expand because it's getting too wet, and then when it dries, it cracks, and that's why you feel it after you get out of the shower. You know how when you wash dishes or you spend a lot of time in water with your hands, they get all wrinkly and weird? Yes, that is very similar to what I just said. That corneum expands, and then when it dries, it collapses and it cracks. That's just a good way to kind of visualize it. And then, of course, you have to slap on all this lotion because you feel dry. Well, you won't need to do that if you just get in, get your business done, and get out. I know it feels good under the hot water. Believe me, I know. We all love it. It's amazing. Maybe even a cool shower in the summer. You ever notice you never have dry skin in the summer if you take a cold shower? That's because the hot water destroys the corneum. That stratum corneum that's protecting your skin is what's keeping the moisture in. You don't want to destroy it. All right, thanks for listening today. I had fun. I hope you did too. Take care of yourselves. If you want to contact me, my info is in the description box. Feel free to ask a question or suggest a topic, maybe some feedback, whatever. I look at every email and every comment, but please be constructive. I will not tolerate spam or rudeness or lewd comments. This is a place for healing and knowledge, not a negative space. If you want to read the transcript, it will be located on my website for each episode. It is therealityofhealth.com.